All we do is win big. Welcome to the Kevin Connolly Show, driven by Chevy Land. Look at it's all in his Tennessee orange today. Does everything in your closet like Pittsburgh Steeler ugly color or black, gold, and orange? Is that is that really it? Components? No. No. I like to I like to you know represent my my teams on here. I I really uh, you know welcome to the show. Uh, We're here every Thursday at Strawn's. We're hungry. Kevin Connolly is the special guest host today. Uh, I am disappointed, though, in Kevin's attire because we had an all-city football meeting, which we'll get into later on. But he had a Tiffany Amber Thiessen t-shirt on for that. And the best thing was I posted it on Facebook. Did you see the comment where he said, that guy doesn't even look (laughs) like he's old enough to know who she is? I was a big Saved by the Bell fan growing up. You know, it's... How old were you when Saved by the Bell was on? I was probably a little younger than I should have been watching (laughs) a show like that. But, I mean, at the same time... Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's but she was hot, I right? Mean, no matter how old you are, right, right, right. And all yeah. you know, one of my buddies had DVDs of the set, and we used to, you know, right. we used to watch them. So Kelly Ka- Kapowski, first, first crush, along who with was, I'm sure a lot of who other was guys. the second best looking girl on that show? Um, that's a, I don't even, I don't think you could. I think she was that far ahead yeah. of everyone else. If they had to pick, a, it wasn't Jesse. Or Jesse was the Je- tall one, right? Right. right Not right. her. the The girl that wasn't a regular, but she was like when they went to vacation in Hawaii, right? Or whatever. That Zach had like a yeah, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Zach always got the girls. So. That's right. So that's see, look at that. Yeah, pop it, culture. <laughs> yeah, pop culture. Uh, we will not be. But that was probably about all we'll talk about pop culture today. But uh, we do have high school football playoffs ramping up. Second round in, in most divisions for most teams. Evangel playing their first game in, in Division One this week. Uh, we'll get to that. LSU just, A lot man. going on down there. If, if, if that wasn't an Alabama hangover, which Les Miles claims it wasn't, LSU's got issues because they got rolled by Arkansas. Is Les Miles truly on the hot seat? I'll get your opinion on that. A good guy who, who hasn't been around here for long. Should Les Miles be on the hot seat? Uh, Cowboys Saints, Tony Romo's back. In that division, can the Cowboys actually still be in it? And the Saints lose another terrible game. They fire Rob Ryan. Was that the answer? Are the Saints just cured now since, since Rob Ryan is gone? That and more. You ready? I'm ready. And your picks. You got some picks for me this week? We'll see. I was I undefeated do. last week. We'll undefeated. See. I'm on a roll in the NFL. Coming back right after this. This is driven by Chevy Land. It's the Kevin Connolly Show this week. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion, and Chevyland says thanks. Chevyland, you know it by the feeling. All we do is win big, hmm. win big. Back win here on the specially named Kevin Connolly Show. This is the only time it's you're got getting got a good ring to it. Eh, I don't know about it. We'll see what the ratings <laughs> have to say about yeah. that. Uh, up first, let's talk about high school playoffs. Uh, where are you going this week? It's not North Webster, believe it or not. I know. Uh, I, I've become uh, quite a celebrity up there. Have you, been, yeah. but, have, you, uh, have you been to Minden yet? I was there for the Jamboree, you which I happened for. to have North Webster and <laughs> Haynesville as well. So I actually saw three very good teams when I was there for the for the Jamboree, but uh, I haven't been there for a regular season game. So We'll start out in Class 5A first. Bird hosting Landry Walker, Parkway hosting Acadiana. Uh, Airline and Houghton both ousted last week. Houghton actually had a two-score lead uh, late in that ball game and ended up not winning. Airline, uh, you know, gets ousted at home. 
surprised. I thought Airline could be the team that could sneak up on everybody. Um, and everybody said, you know, no matter how, you know, the, the District 15A was so good right. that no matter who they played going forward, that it wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be overmatched. Right. Are, you, are you surprised there's only two teams left? I am. And I think the way the Airline's season ended being so backloaded, I mean, it's, it was almost like, you know, Mississippi State last year, they you know were seven zero. They right, were top, right. and then it was like all their tough teams were at the end of the year, and they just. I think there's a lot to you know the confidence thing, and you know they were playing well, and then they get beat. Okay, then they get beat again, and it's like oh maybe we're not that good. Like, you know, kids start second guessing themselves. So I am a little bit surprised that you know they did get that the home game to to start the playoffs. So you know, getting a, a at least one win would have been nice for them, um, but you know, Houghton obviously had its had its troubles with. Um, the offense throughout the year, so I'm not, you know, too surprised about that. But you know, I think Bird and Parkway were the best two teams, so yeah, for sure they should be the two left. Absolutely, and and they could, you know, if they meet, it's going to be in the dome, and that would be, that would be pretty crazy. <laughs> Class 4A, which was also very strong, you know, 5A a lot was made of it, but but District 1 4A was was pretty good as well. Still have four teams left in District 1 4A: Benton, Minden, North Webster, or excuse me, North Webster's 3A, North DeSoto. So three of the three left in 4A. Benton at home against McDonough, 35. Minden at home against Franklinton. North DeSoto on the road. Um, who's still the class of that? Is Benton, you know, they went undefeated in that district. Are they the class of that district still? I think they have to be. Um, I mean, what Garrett Hable has been able to do um, and Jermaine Newton at running back, I mean, when one of, the, one of those guys, I, I think they have to be hoping one of those guys gets going, you know, mm. whether it's Hable and then the passing game gets going or it's, it's Newton, which I think, you know, this time of year you would prefer your, to rely on your running game a little bit more. But I think they have, you know, the most challenging offense to, you know, to handle for other teams. So, and, you know, let's face it, they, they beat the other two teams right. that are still left. So I think they do have to be the favorite, but... You know, you got to be a little bit concerned about last week's performance. I know, you know, Fair Park's a, a good team that All they right. played before, and it's never easy to beat this, you know, the right. same team twice in one year, but that is a little concerning. Uh, Minden, I think, could could be a surprise there. I saw them last week. Uh, Legereus Sneed at receiver. Antonio Rivette as a, as, a, as a quarterback can't, you know, he's sort of underrated. He's never, uh, I guess you can't underestimate experience maybe in that position, especially this time of the year. Uh, moving on to 3A, a meet at North Webster. You don't get to see Devin White, but you saw him 350 or 60 yards last week, whatever. I mean, what's it like watching a guy that, you know, when 48 minutes of football, you look up, he's got 350 yards. You know what the craziest thing is? North Webster probably should have lost that game. Really? I mean, they were, they, they were clearly the better team, but it was mistake after mistake. after. Mm. Mi I mean, they, they had penalties that, you know, they would get a 20-yard gain and then have a 15-yard penalty. They went to... Uh, White was down at the at the ten yard line. He was going in for a touchdown. Fumbles on the two yard line, mm -hmm. and I mean, like they they did everything they could to lose that game. And if it weren't for a you know a, a, a ninety yard drive, I think in the final three minutes, and then once once they got inside the twenty or thirty, you knew it was right. you knew it was done because no one's going to be able to tackle White three four times in mm -hmm. in, the, in under a minute. So, um, but he he did will that team to victory. Um, they made just enough plays. And it was kind of a, a sneaky 300-whatever-yard performance because he did have a, a long, I think, 70-yard, 80-yard run and then like a 60-yard completion uh, uh, catch. So, you know, it's you can see why all the big schools are looking at him. The guy, you know, he's 
Right. He's clearly has the talent. It's just, you know, it's the little things that, you know, probably the, the coaching staff there would like him to clean up. And uh, Class 2A, Manny at West St. John, uh, Red River at Rayville, 1A, Haynesville's hosting Bernardo, Logansport at Elton, Delhi at Arcadia, Homer at, uh, what was it, Basil? Basil? Basil. It's got to be Basil. Basil? <laughs> I'm trying to remember all those South Louisiana uh, names. Then the private school, Holy Cross at Evangel, Calvary at Notre Dame. That's a that's a big one. Calvary's up against it there. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame, I was talking to our colleague Jimmy Watson, and he, he was saying that Notre Dame, I think, has given up two touchdowns the last eight games. Wow. So Calvary oh. definitely has their hands full. They'll be tested. And then Cedar Creek and St. Mary's both at home in Division Four. I want to get to this all-city meeting. We won't. We won't reveal any of any of our picks, but I know this was your first All-City meeting. Basically, this is what happens. Everybody that covers football for us, including part-timers, stringers, we get together and have a little pizza, discuss All-City MVPs, Coach of the Year, uh, All-City running backs, quarterbacks, all the, all the big skill position players. Uh, we get some help on the linemen since, you know, we're not really watching the linemen. But this was one of the most wide-open races in terms of coach of the year what we had to have at least like five or six, six coaches. yeah i think that were that were mentioned by the and, group and and i mean it got to the point where okay we we're taking a vote and we're voting on six guys or yeah. five guys yeah. it wasn't like we narrowed it down to two first and then did it so um you know some of the names that that are out there obviously uh, mike green got some consideration mm -hmm. at fair park this is in the city and the in the city is Caddo and Bozier Parish. Um, obviously, Reynolds Moore at Benton, Byron Dawson, Evangel, um, you know, Mike Suggs at Bird. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of, of some of the other guys that were on there. And some of these, you know, some of these coaches, it's, it's tough. This is kind of where the debate comes in, you know, because some of these schools do have high expectations to begin with. So right. if you go, you know, nine and one or, or eight and two, well, some people look at that and say, well, you should have with that right. talent. And then right. there's some coaches where your team goes six and four or, and and you look at it and you're like wow that the fact that they got six wins out of that sure. roster with that schedule is impressive so that's kind of where you know it's it's sometimes it's difficult to you know factor those in and, and then the mvp race was even more wide open that way we we had i think we had 13 it, it yeah. was incredible i mean the running backs we have in this in this city the, the quarterbacks we have in this city i, I mean receivers you know, a guy like Marquez Stevenson certainly was in the mix. Um, but Newt, you just look at the running backs. Newton, Benton, Mims. Uh, Smallwood from Bozier had over 1,000 yards. Yeah. It was crazy. Uh, Robert Rochelle, Fair Park. Shuncy Thomas. Cordavian Washington. Uh, obviously, quarterbacks, you got Wood T. Habel. Uh, Connor Curry. Jake Bartley. Uh, receivers, Marquez Stevenson. Uh, Legereus Sneed in the area. Yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy. And then you have a guy like we mentioned, uh, C.J. Morgan at Parkway. Right. What position you even put him in? I mean, the guy right. literally played all over the field. He had right. receiving yards. He had rushing yards. He had, you know, defensive stats. So it's... Yeah, and it was one of those where it wasn't wide open because there wasn't good people. Right. There was so many good people that you could make a case. And I think in the MVP, it was the MVP, I think, we went through three or four rounds of voting. Yeah. Uh, the coach, I think, we had in a couple... Uh -huh. um, after getting from six to maybe two, yeah, it was six to two. But then the MVP went from like thirteen mm -hmm. to four to two. <laughs> it was, it well, was revoting uh, and trying to figure out, yeah. you know, because well, right. we want to make sure, you know, we get it right. These kids obviously yeah. work hard to to get right. these awards. So yeah, well, and it and it's proof that 
whoever we pick this year, it, uh, there's going to be a guy that you could make a case for yeah. uh, that isn't that name. So it'll be fun. Coming back after this, we're going to talk NFL. Tony Romo, the two and seven Dallas Cowboys. Are, there st are they still in it? Are they? I don't know. I don't know. Coming back after this. Driven by Chevy Land right here at Strawn's. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion, and Chevy Land says thanks. Chevy Land, you know it by the feeling. All we do is win big. He's win back, big. Kevin Connolly. He is back. Uh, Tony Romo's back with the Dallas Cowboys. They travel to Miami. Of course, they're going to play the Dolphins when Tony Romo returns. <laughs> um, Dolphins are a good team. They can beat anybody. They can lose to anybody. They've been very inconsistent. Fired their coach earlier in the year. The Dallas Cowboys have been consistent. They won first two games, and then they lost seven. Uh, and they find ways to lose. It's not like they're getting blown out. Right. They're not a terrible football team. But clearly... If Tony Romo, I saw this on Twitter, and I'm not going to take credit for it, but they said if Tony Romo renegotiated his contract today, Dallas would have to pay him $150 million because they can't win without Tony Romo. I mean, it goes to show you, I mean, I think everyone knows this based on the teams that are constantly picking in the top 10 of the draft every year, but if you don't have a quarterback, you can't win right. in the NFL. I mean, you just can't. It's it's. The Browns are the <laughs> perfect example, and it's something that I've experienced with, you know, being a, growing up a Steeler fan and, and living in that part of the country. I mean, it's... I don't understand how you can go that long without having a quarterback. But you know, back to the to the Romo thing. I mean, people have been have been getting on him the last couple of years, and, and right. it's always been a you know ever since that Seattle mess years ago. Right. It's kind of been like, oh, can Tony Romo win the big game? Is he right. clutch enough? And, and I think this kind of, I think Dallas fans are finally realizing they've taken for granted a little bit of what he's been <laughs> able to do. I I'll mean, say. he's all NFL fans. I think have. I think even definitely. even the haters have have started to come around. Definitely, and I mean it's. It's and it's not just the, this. You know, this start for the Cowboys hasn't just been Romo. I mean, they've had Des Bryant go down, and then um, the the running back who who went down, uh, the yeah. third third down back. Well, it was Dunbar. Dunbar goes yeah. down, and then you you know Randall. You get you yeah, know, you injuries get suspended, in the secondary, secondary injuries, and then, and then to top yeah. it all off, you know, you bring in a guy like Greg Hardy, and it's right. there's questions every week. There's you know, run-ins with the media down there. You're asking Jerry Jones. I mean, not Jerry Jones to speak his mind. He doesn't have to be asked a question. Right. But it's just, it's a circus. And I don't think, I think they're in too deep. Right. I know they're still theoretically The Giants in are 5-5. Five and five. Washington and Philly are 4-5. and five, Right. And the Cowboys are 2-7. and seven. So if they win, the Giants are off this week, obviously, so that they finally get the last bye. So if the Cowboys win, they'll be 3-7, and seven, two games back with six to go. I just, I mean, I, I, that division is pretty bad. The right. Giants, the Giants looked good last week. Um, yeah. They they played the Patriots right. really well. Was that Odell Beckham? Was that a catch? I don't know. Well, I don't even know what a catch is. I mean, <laughs> exactly. what, did he catch the ball? Yes. He caught it and he brought it down two feet in and then got it slapped away. Playing, How is that not? If we're a playing catch? in the How's backyard, that? that's, yeah, a, that's catch. a catch. He ca he caught the ball. Yeah. But in, by NFL rules, it's not. That's something they're gonna have is to look it? at. Is it? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He wasn't going to the ground. I, I trust. I go to Mike Pereira for my rules. And yeah. Because that guy seems. He to even contradicts himself a couple yeah, times. But but it is because the rule is terrible. Right. And listen. It's not like they're not trying to change the rule, right? but how do you word it? My thing is, just make it, is it a catch or not? Get rid of all the mumbo-jumbo in there. Two feet down, leave the two feet in. Obviously, you got to have the two feet. And then, does he have possession in two feet? 
whoever's making that judgment, is that a catch? You just look at it and common sense says, is that a catch? Is that not a catch? Right. And I think the NFL, with the instant replay, they've tried to take out common sense and try to put in, like, this specific right. rule. That's, and they're that's trying the to make problem. it a mathematical equation, right. basically. Right. And, but it's, and then there's contradicting whenever you have the running back or a, a runner. Right. All they have to do is reach the ball. Like, you know, Cam Newton, for instance. Right. He literally, just the tip of the ball crosses the goal line. They swat it out. But it's yeah. a touchdown. Because, so it's... They do need to do something. They need to, you know, get that fixed because it's it's a mess. And these re and these receivers are so athletic that they're making these ridiculous catches. Right. But then when they're coming to the ground, either you know someone's knocking it away or whatever. So I think you know, I think we should give these receivers the benefit of the doubt and just say it's a touchdown. Two and seven. What do the Cowboys finish? What's their record? They. I haven't looked at their schedule, but if they it's have a lot of NFC East. I mean. To make the playoffs, they're going to have to go 7-9. and nine. I th They're not getting it. I think 8-8. Eight and eight. I think 8-8 eight eight you probably – I mean, I think – yeah, I think 8-8 eight eight you might the win the division. Are, the Giants are 5-8. Like, you could win the division outright at 8-8, eight and eight, but I think you at least tie at 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. So that would mean they'd have to go 6-1. and one. If they go 7-0, and oh, they win the division. If they go seven and, oh, and then they're the, and then they're the, probably the hottest team in the NFC. Right. I mean, so – That's the thing. If you're the Cowboys and get in – I mean, there's only one other division they'd want to be in, and that's the AFC South, which is right. maybe the worst. I know the NFC South last year last was bad, year. but because of injuries and how bad teams are, the NF the AFC South this year has to be the worst div division really in bad. NFL history. It's really bad. And if you look at the just the quarterbacks in that division, I mean, obviously Andrew Luck is out right now. But it's T.J. Yeldon? I mean, Mariota's the best quarterback, I think, in that division. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's, he's played, what, nine games? I mean, we're... Tonight's game, Bortles, games. Bortles versus Mariota, is the, that's for yeah. the best quarterback and possibly the best team in that division. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So anyway, the uh, Cowboys. What, what's their final record? Come on, six and ten. Wow, you're only gonna. Yeah, go I think I think they're. they're gonna, I think that they're gonna go four and three. I think it's a mess. Wow, really? All right, I'm I'm gonna say they're at least seven and nine. That would be five and two. Um, I think they could go six and one. I think they're a really good football team waiting for that spark. And you know what winning does? It cures all that locker room garbage. They also haven't won a game since Greg Hardy started playing there. Yeah, but, but it cures all that garbage. You're right. Tony Romo winning will take the heat off Greg Hardy. It'll take the heat off of Des Bryant. And we'll see. I, I'm, I mean, if, if you had to put a gun to my head, they'll go 5-2 and two the rest of the way. 6-1 and one's a lot to ask yeah. for any team. 6-1 yeah. and one's a in lot to NFL, ask. NFL, yeah. Especially a team that hasn't won in, in two months. So yeah. I'm, I'm going 5-2. and two. The Saints. Fire Rob Ryan, defensive coordinator. They're just brutal. What were they waiting defensively. for? Defensively. But is, is that it? Are we good now? Now that Rob Ryan's gone, are the Saints good? No, they're not. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's, this isn't, they're not playing in the Big 12 where you can, <laughs> if you score, you know, 50 points. Or, I mean, it, it, it's not realistic to have, ask Drew Brees to score 50 points every week to win a game, which they needed to against right. the Giants a couple weeks ago. So, and that's a... You know that's a difficult division now with with Carolina being yeah. you know so playing so well and even Atlanta is kind of I, I haven't even really heard I don't think I've seen highlights of their games in like well three they weeks. Ha they haven't won in a few weeks then yeah. they had a bye so it'd be interesting and, to see and Tampa's actually you they know, were six and zero oh, right so they've yeah. lost the last three games yeah and Tampa's actually a decent you know they they put up yeah. a good a they beat good Dallas fight. last week right so of course everybody does I don't Romo. I don't know I mean I that Saints defense it's. I think you the personnel 
You can't is, even watch it. I, I don't know how Sean Payton is getting a pass from Saints fans. I really don't. I understand he won a Super Bowl, and the, the Saints were starved for a Super Bowl, this and that. But the team that Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis have put together, yeah. minus Drew Brees, and a lot of that is because they gave Drew Brees all that money, is terrible. It is. What, if you are a Saints fan, what are you looking forward to past Drew Brees? Who, Mark Ingram? Yeah. And I like Brandon Cooks. I think he's okay. Other than that, yeah. Three years from now, if you're a Saints fan, who you can't wait to see who play. I'm honestly, I'm not even sure if I could name a player on the on their defense. I mean, <laughs> Brandon Browner because he's a jerk. Yeah, uh, you guys like. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but who are you like? Who are you drafting? Because right. you know, I'm a big believer that yeah, it, to get to get to that next level, to get to the Super Bowl, you have to make a you know maybe a good free from their draft year. two years ago. I think one guy's left. Brand, uh, right. Brandon right. Cooks. You use the free agency to get from. Eight nine wins to ten eleven wins, but to right. get to eight nine wins, you have to draft well, and yeah. their drafts it's have been, been terrible. Have been brutal. It's so been really in trouble. Bad. Is Sean Payton going to be the coach next year? No, I think he's in Miami. I really do. Drew Brees is coming to the end of his career, and it's nothing against Drew Brees. He's getting paid a lot of money. They can't get out Too of that. Too much money. Uh, they're in deep trouble, and Sean Payton needs to just you know sort of sell high and, and get out of Dodge. If he, yeah, if he were smart, he would he because he, he could go somewhere else right. and someone would Miami. take him. And listen, I think he's I think he's regressed and at the Saints, but you know I, I would take him in Miami because it'd be worth a shot. What can he do with that offense in Miami? That's what you know. That's what I would wonder. Can he yeah. make Tannehill a good quarterback? Can he put some sort of system into where Tannehill could be good? And I know Sean Payton's a big offensive guy, and he so I think he almost needs like a defensive coordinator that's like. A head coach, almost in like right. where he can literally just say the defense is yours, right. and I think he did that with Rob Ryan, right. and he was like, "Whoa, what's going on well, here?" But the personnel he gave Rob Ryan, yeah. like, someone's like, "Oh, Rob Ryan has, you know, has input." I'm like, "Hold on a second. At the draft, when players are talking, and hey, what teams have you been talking with? Do you ever hear a player say, "Oh yeah, I talked to the defensive coordinator down there." Yeah, it's no. always the head coach or the owner, right? 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 And. Sean Payton is based. I know Mickey Loomis is GM, but Sean Payton has a lot of player personnel decisions uh, involvement, and that's on defense. Now, once they get to the team, okay, Rob, it's yours. Right. But you know he's bringing a lot of those players in, so I, I just think it's it's been a disaster. Yeah. How about Absolutely. the Ryan family? I mean, those two between yeah. Rob and Rex. I mean, those. He'll guys, find a job though. What? He'll find. What a have job. they done to continue to get jobs? He'll find a job. Yeah. He will. It's the hair. It's the hair. <laughs> Uh, one last thing. Credit to your Steelers, man. They have gone through quarterback hell. Who would have ever thought that injuring your starting quarterback immediately into the game would be the best thing that could happen? Ben wasn't supposed to play. He killed me in fantasy because I was playing against Antonio Brown and uh, who caught the long... Uh, uh, Wheaton? Or yes. Yeah. Yes, Wheaton. Martavius. Martavius Bryant, yeah. Bryant, that's who it was. And I'm like, I'm going into that game with Landry Jones. I'm like, ha-ha, I got this game won because yeah. these guys, they don't do anything. Ben comes in. He throws for 5,000 yards. Both of those receivers get 200 yards and 18 touchdowns, and I lose. I mean, that's – people were – I was reading some stuff back in Pittsburgh, and people were like, you know, if Ben was, you know, could play, why yeah. didn't they just start him? And I think Tomlin was just trying to get him another Past week Cleveland. of rest because yeah. – you can't say this publicly to the media, right. but basically we know that we can beat the Browns with, Cleveland. with right. like no quarterback in there. Right. So we're going to try and get Ben, you know, another week of rest, and he mm. happened, you know, had to bring him in, and next thing you know, it's you know a blowout. Props so. to your Steelers; they're right in the middle of the the playoff race, and they are. And I think honestly, I think with the way the Bengals looked on Monday, I know it's just one game, but right. 
that's a fragile team, and that's they're not going to want to see the Steelers in a no. first round matchup if they can't get one of the one of the buys. True. So I think, and look, the rest of the AFC. Who, yeah. who else is going to put a cha challenge in New England? Nobody right now. The Steelers, Denver, I think, Denver's are the only team. Denver's a disaster. Denver's Woo. done. Yeah, they they're not going to especially yeah. that offense in you right. know winter playing up in New England. That's yeah. not going to happen. I the, think the Steelers the, are the challenges only are going to come from the. I mean, yeah, listen, I'm not saying you can put in, uh, New England in the Super Bowl right now, but it's looking pretty good. And I think their best challengers would be Carolina, Arizona. I think is really Arizona good. is very good. We'll see about Green Bay. I, they, they've been shaky lately. But yeah. props to your Steelers for sticking through it uh, despite some quarterback issues. If you don't want to cheer for the Patriots, you're going to have to be a Steelers fan come win there. So. Never happened. <laughs> Coming back after this, we're going to talk LSU. LSU talk driven by Chevy Land. It's the special Kevin Connolly show. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion. And Chevy Land says, Thanks. Chevy Land, you know it by the feeling. All we do is win big. All right, the big talk this week. Les Miles on the hot seat. Believe it or not? I believe he's on the hot seat. I think it's ridiculous that he is on the hot seat. Is he? he what has to happen in your, like, what does he have to do to keep his job the last two weeks? What would you think? Or is his, do you think his job is safe? I don't <laughs> think his job is safe. From what I've read, it, you know, obviously he, he and the AD haven't, you know, that's kind of been well documented, their disagreements over the years recently. Um, a win this week would certainly, I think a win this week and that talk goes away. Right. You know, win on the road at Ole Miss, it's, you, you, you get to eight wins. I mean, we're, listen, we're talking about a guy that's seven and two, right? And really eight and two because they would have beat McNeese. Sure, eight and two, right? And they're not better than Alabama this year, so you right. can't be mad that they lost them. Okay, they got caught by Arkansas, but l like we said at the start of the show, I do think that was a you know a post Alabama feeling mm -hmm. down, and 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 you got a vulnerable team, and and Arkansas is a as much as people like to rag on Brett Bielma, and deservedly right. so. I mean, that's a tough team to play against. That they're. Right. They're not very talented, but they're very hard to play against. So, I mean, it's... The, the problem was, after you get trucked by Alabama, which, uh, you know, that's the game. of the, Basically, yeah. LSU right now is setting themselves up for one game a year. Mm -hmm. and, and they got trucked, uh, averaged 2.1 yards a carry, and then they go into they go back to Baton Rouge, and, and the same thing happens against Arkansas. And I think the, the, the big problem is, not only did Alabama and Arkansas win, but they beat LSU at their own game. Yeah. Arkansas averaged more than seven yards a carry. You don't see LSU's seven yards defense, a carry. Dude. Alabama four and a half yards a carry. And what did LSU do? Two yards a carry in the Alabama game and two point one yards a carry against Arkansas. I mean, that's or it might have been flipped. Two point one. It was two point one and two point oh. Uh, that's. I mean, that's just embarrassing. It is, is really what it is. It is, and I think you know, Cam Cameron, the offensive coordinator, I think was stuck in a little bit of a, a tricky situation this year with. Because Fournette is so talented and right. so good, and you just give him the ball in those early games, first five, six, seven weeks of the season, and he's going to win you that game. Mm -hmm. So now you get to play these, you know, especially Alabama, difficulty. Alabama was not going to let Fournette beat. I right. mean, that's just Nick Saban does that. He's not going to take away your best player and right. make you beat. And last time you were on the show, I said, some game, Brandon Harris is going to have to win the game. And, and here's the thing. He didn't I'm, do it. 
Brandon Harris hasn't had to win a game this year, so to expect him the first game he has to win to be right. against Alabama sure. is is very difficult. And I, but and we were saying, you know, you gotta see what he can do in these early games. Don't give it mm-hmm. to Fournette as much. Make him throw on difficult third and second down. Right. But you can do but that. You, you can't simulate playing against right. Alabama. Exactly. I mean, if you're doing that against Syracuse, okay. <laughs> and, and then against Arkansas, he was he was bad early and helped put LSU in a hole. Um, and he had that really good two-minute drive, looked, looked great. But he can hit the here, – here's one thing that is so obvious. He can hit the home run. Yeah. Okay? I mean, and a lot of that has to do with his guys are single-covered, uh-huh. right? So now you're asking an LSU receiver who gets some really good receivers to basically beat one guy for the ball. So Brandon Harris throws a good ball, but it's a good situation. Right. Now, still, the completion percentage and, and the, the rate at which those home run balls are completed isn't very good because it just – it's harder to complete a pass yeah. that's 40 yards downfield. However, what is going on with these mid-range pass, short mid-range passes? There there's is. no touch. There's no accuracy. It's ter- like, it's scary. I almost it's think scary. in practice, it's like, what? What do you have? Are you, is he just throwing bombs all day to these right. guys, and that, that's all they're practicing? Because I mean, if I were you know Cam Cameron, I'd be like, I would put a guy right. five yards, ten yards, fifteen, and be like. Right. Throw it at his chest yeah. for three hours and, straight. And not a fastball. Right. Like sometimes, you you know, you got to lob it over somebody. The, the t- you're on the run. Yeah. I mean, some, he's just rifling everything. I, in practice, I wouldn't let him throw a ball more than 20 yards downfield because yeah. we know he can do that. He's, yeah. you know, a good enough athlete. He's talented enough. He has the arm strength. But that's in these, you know, in these tight games and in these, you know, against these tough defenses, you have to complete those seven-yard, eight-yard passes, and he right. he can't so it, far. It's it's been it's been rough, but but he is a sophomore. He is, and and he's gonna get better. But he need and he but he but if LSU fans want to keep Les Miles off the hot seat, he has to get better. If Fournette isn't gonna run for two hundred yards every game, you know who wants Les Miles to be on the hot seat is. The 13 other teams in the SEC yeah, who are begging LSU to get right. rid of Les Miles. Because of the recruiting. His Be- recruiting power. And, absolutely. And you got to think, who are you going to get that's going to be no, – I mean, idea. it's it's the same thing with Georgia every year. Right. Oh, Mark Drake, he's only winning 9, 10 games every right. year. Oh, but he can't win the SEC championship. Yeah. Hey, okay. if, if LSU could swap Mark Drake for Miles, okay. I was that this morning. I was like, that's, okay. they should just trade those two yeah. guys because – They're underappreciated. They are. Both. And yeah. it's – and I, you know – Nick Saban's not leaving Alabama no. to come back to LSU. No. And for Georgia, I mean, you know, Vince Dooley's not coming back. They can have his son if they want. Tennessee, right. you know, they would be thrilled if they got, you know, Derek wanted to go back to the <laughs> SEC. But, um, I mean, Tennessee's – Derek's I've, got I've his hands through, full with I've been through getting rid of a coach who consistently right. wins eight, nine games. Yeah. And if you think it's, you know, the grass is always green on the other side. Right. And this is the SEC, by the way. You're winning nine, ten games a year in the SEC. You know how many fan bases would be – Ecstatic to, to do that. Michigan so before Harbaugh, obviously they yeah. would have. They would have been. Uh, they tried. I mean, I, well, reportedly tried. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to win in, in college football. I mean, there's there's a reason that you know very few teams and, and coaches do every you know or right. do consistently on a consistent basis. So I just think, I mean. We're talking about the seven and two team here, who lost no. to a team that was better than them, and right. just lost last week to a yeah, team. They that's, lost that's one bad decent. game, right? Really, one to one team that they probably should have beat. All right, final thing, college football. By the way, I don't think Les Miles is on the hot, not not necessarily not on the hot seat. If they get rolled the last two games and it's embarrassing, then I think there has to be discussion. I still don't think you fire him, but I think he knows going into 2016, there's no more Mulligans left. 
I, I just don't think you fire less miles, no matter what happens the last two games. I mean, people get in tr- I shouldn't say that. People get in trouble, arrested. I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. If, if something turns ugly, then maybe you fire him. But I, I just I think you're one year away from that. I think he gets one more. Uh, let's assume Clemson runs the table, Ohio State beats Iowa, and uh, Alabama beats is Florida. the third team. Yeah. Who is the fourth team going to be in the college football playoff? Uh, Big 12 team, Notre Dame. I don't think a Pac-12 could team make there. But you got you got basically three Big 12 teams that, that well, four Big 12 teams that really you could consider, um, and Notre Dame. Florida? Should Florida be a second team in that? I mean, who? If, no, because the SEC is only going to get one because right. if I, whoever wins the SEC They'd championship is in. Right. Whoever wins the Big 10 champion – Championship. I mean, right. w- Iowa one loss. I mean, what if they what if they play Ohio State no, tough? Because if, no, because if Ohio State will be in, there's only gonna there's that's the problem. You're not gonna get two teams. I, I think if Notre Dame field. beats Stanford, they're in. What if Oklahoma wins out? Would you? Uh, well, I mean, w- who's the better team? Both one loss. Notre Dame was what on the last second to uh, Clemson. To Clemson. <laughs> The number and one and team, a, and a, it wasn't even—it was like a two-point conversion that they right. just didn't get. And Oklahoma got run out of the crib by, by Texas. Texas. I mean, I just think Notre Dame's in the driver's seat. They definitely are. The Stanford loss last week hurts Notre Dame a little bit because now that you know you're only beating a two-loss team or whatever. Right. Um, but I think Oklahoma. I mean, if Oklahoma goes on the road and beats Baylor last week, beats. Who they have this week? Oak, they have um, TCU or T- I think TCU. This week is TCU and, and then they end with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah. If they beat all of those teams, right. I think Oklahoma probably you deserves to be in. Right. It now this is something that I've been tossing back and forth this last couple of days and listening on you know other other shows. What are the what is the college ball playoff main goal? To get the, the best, best four teams, teams or is right. it to create the, the most excitement and drama? I think it's to get the best four teams. And if it's to get the best four teams, Oklahoma has to be in. Well, but, you you can't, you, but you can't factor out the draw of, of Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Absolutely. You know the, t- the TV And they would ratings. play Clemson, by the way. If they were four and Clemson was one, they'd play Clemson. Which is a disservice to Clemson, probably. They right. shouldn't have to beat the same team twice. But, right. I mean... It, Notre Dame is going to bring fans wherever it goes. Not that Oklahoma isn't, but there's Notre Dame is right. a, is a yeah. ridiculously big. OU brand. is big, but Notre it's, Dame's it, no bigger. one can match Notre Dame. And, and TV ratings are going to they are a factor. Let's right. face it, TV ratings are a factor. And these semifinal games are on New Year's Eve, which is a whole different story. That is right. a ridiculous yeah. decision. But you don't like it, New Year's Eve? No, really. New Year's Day is when it should be. Yeah. New Year's Eve is there's going to be some good bowls on New Year's Day. There are, but I, you know, as a as a young guy, on as New Year's you want to be out. And even if I wasn't in this profession, <laughs> like if I was just you know a 25, yeah. I'm going out to a bar. I'm going to a party. Right. If you know, I might check here and there. You know, with, but I want to. You know, it, that's just yeah. you're asking people to. Young kid wants to be out in the club. Yeah, and they're not going to have the Notre Dame game on out yeah. in the club. <laughs> Coming back after this, we're going to give our picks. Uh, this guy is the master at. I don't know. College? What are you? No, I don't know. Weird college games. Weird. That's right. Weird college games. Coming back after this. Chevy Land proudly recognizes all of you that work so hard to give something back to our community. You are truly a champion. And Chevy Land says thanks. Chevy Land. You know it by the feeling. 
All we do is win big. All right, wrapping it up on the special edition of the Kevin Connolly Show. Uh, one week only. Driven by Chevy we'll Land. See. You're fired. Bubba says we'll you're fired we'll after this We'll see about the ratings. Week. Yeah, we'll see about <laughs> the ratings. Getting to the spread. Our, our picks. I was undefeated last week. Uh, Look to stay on a roll this week, but we're going to turn it over to the special guest. You got some? What do you got? All right. Auburn this year. Right. You know, hit or miss. They've been turn- doing better a little bit lately. They host Idaho. The Vandals. Kay. Auburn is favored by 34 points. <laughs> What in the world has Auburn done this year to prove that they are 34 points better than anyone? (laughs) How about score 34 points first? Have they scored 34 (laughs) points all year? I don't think they have. Uh. And you're telling me that Idaho's not going to score a touchdown? I'll take the 34 points. Idaho. The Vandals. The Vandals is right. You'll be in trouble by halftime on that one. UNC, Virginia Tech. Everyone, you know, Frank Beamer's last year. Last year, Independence Bowl needs Virginia Tech. This to win is the that last game. home game for him. Everyone, they were calling for game day to be there. But have you seen UNC play lately? That team is electric on offense, and they're only favored by five and a half points. I know it's supposed to be a good story. Beamer is supposed to go out on top. Give me UNC. Twelve the points, five and a half. They'll probably win by you know. Eight, nine, something like that. Right. Um, do you want to go? You want to do your college before I go? To I NFL? don't have any college. You don't have any college. Uh, LSU. You said that line was four and a half. I think is what I saw earlier. You I give me LSU. Uh, just give me LSU. LSU. I, I just. I think they're going to wake up. And then we got a, uh, our colleague Luke Thompson and I. Big matchup: Tennessee, Mizzou. Both right. of our. Uh, both of our schools. Tennessee's Independence Bowl needs Mizzou in that eight. one. Sorry. Honestly, I would take. I think Tennessee's going to win, but I, they're not going to win by more than eight and a half. At least not. They didn't look that way last week. So right. it's, that's, I would avoid that game, but we'll probably have a side bet on that. It'll be nice. follow along on Twitter. I'll probably be yeah. freaking out by <laughs> What time's that game Saturday? I think it's a 6 o'clock start. So, um, uh, all right, NFL? Go, you can do your NFL. All right, I got three picks, and they're almost all the same. You got Miami favored by one at home against Dallas. After all that good stuff I said about Romo, uh, that line scares me a little bit. Romo might be a little rusty. Um, I hate bitting the Finns, but I'm, I'm going to pick the Finns. Minnesota favored. Now they're yeah, leading that division at 7-2 and two over they Green Bay. They could have a two-game lead if they win this game. They are favored, and that would pretty – well, not pretty much, but that would help salt it away. Minnesota favored against Aaron Rodgers, and that offense has started games terribly lately. Mm-hmm. Give me Minnesota, minus one. And then the Bears, minus one and a half at home against Detroit and Brock Osweiler. I mean, Denver against Brock Osweiler. The Broncos are a mess. Give me the Bears minus one and a half. I don't ever take favorites, but I got well, – not ever, but I like underdogs, but I got three one or one and a half point favorites. The NFL, I mean, last week was weird. They had a lot of underdogs. Well, oh, I think the underdogs were like eight and two or something ridiculous. But it's been fairly even lately. Um, I do like the Bears pick. Are the Eagles – I mean, I don't think Vegas can figure out the Eagles. No. The Eagles are favored by, let me find it, five and a half points, I think, against six. the Buccaneers. Six, six points. Yep. The Buccaneers aren't bad. Right. They're, I mean, they're going to play Sam tough. Bradford's not going to play this week probably. And I Separated mean, shoulder. I'll t- five and a half points in the NFL on a team that's not very – for a team that's not very good. I'll, I'll take the Bucs in that game. Um, that's really the only game I have a, a strong feel. I, I kind of like the Redskins to, to cut to. Redskins are playing some good football. I mean, I've, I've seen it as high as eight for Carolina. Right. Seven, a touchdown. Right now I, I got seven. Seven. I, yeah. I, think the, I think that Redskins hang tough. The, 
the Panthers are due for a little bit of a letdown. They, right. I mean, they're you're going to have a bad half. You're going to have a bad – and I think the Redskins, they play teams tough, so – and tonight you kick it off with Tennessee and Jacksonville. Oh, Have fun with that one. Yeah. Is there a good college game tonight, I hope? Tennessee uh, and Jacksonville. I mean, Blake Bortles and, and Mariota is not really not a bad matchup, but those are some bad no, teams. No, it's not. Those are some bad teams. They are. They really. are. And Could you even name me five guys on Jacksonville? They actually have a very good – this is going to make me sound like a nerd, but a very good fantasy football offense with if like Alan Hearns, Bortles is obviously T.J. Yeldon. Yeldon's been decent. I think he's hurt now. Um, they have uh, I can't remember a tight end who's pretty good. But well, it was Julius Thomas from, yeah. from Jacksonville. So I think the you know I think the Jacksonville. Let's put it this way: they're a lot better than they have been. I you know I kind of like the Titans tonight. I think they'll <laughs> they'll win. But a very good Sunday night game: uh, Bengals and, and Cardinals. Bengals and yes, uh, Bengals get prime time two weeks in a row. Yeah. So that'd be good. I love the Arizona Cardinals, man. They were my pick last year, and if they didn't have Carson Palmer go down at the end of last year, I really think they could have been the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. And and I think they're doing this one year late, and it would not shock me to see Arizona in San Francisco playing for the title in February. For their sake, I hope the Steelers don't win the AFC because we wouldn't want to beat them twice in one year. Yeah. You know, they're, so. they're what a what a oh my! I was at that game. That was one of the craziest games I've ever been at. They Pittsburgh had no business winning that game. No business winning that Super Bowl, and they won it. It's I, that's the big Kurt, benefit. Kurt Warner. I still feel bad for Kurt Warner, man. That guy was unreal. So anyway, all right. Good luck on your picks. Thank you. The special edition of the Kevin Connolly Show, driven by Chevy Land this week. How did it feel to have your own show? Good. Was it good? Yeah. Next week you're fired. And I capped it off with picking the Idaho Vandals. So that's we'll right. see how that goes. Uh, catch it every week, ShreveportTimes.com. You can read his stuff, my stuff, in that paper online, ShreveportTimes.com. Go vote, vote for Player of the Year. We also have a countdown of the top 40 Independence Bowl players of all time. We revealed number 38 today. It was Weldon Brown of Louisiana Tech. Uh, you can go vote for your own top 10. Go to ShreveportTimes.com. Thanks for joining us. Winning bigger and better. It all comes together when I'm balling. Hear my name calling. Stay focused. They notice your very flinch and the cinch. And since you want to be a champion, fight the battle.